You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft in studio in Fargo. We were very blessed to have Father LaCroix with us in the last segment. But before we continue on, I uh, just want to make a mention here. Did you know you can find Real Presence Live podcasts on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Be sure to check these out. Thank you for being with us. So we're excited. Uh, we, I mentioned we we're blessed with three priests and a young lady. Um, in this segment, we'll soon have joining us Monsignor Schleselman, a priest also with the Diocese of Fargo. He, uh, he's one of the priests over at the Indus Jews Newman Center, um, as well as given multiple responsibilities. So we'll have him with us in a few moments. Um, but one of the things we want to discuss uh, is there is a men's, re- men's retreat made for greatness. And the theme of the retreat is listen to him. The date of the retreat, July 16th through the 18th. It's at a retreat site, the Stiekelstad Lodge uh, in Fort Ransom, North Dakota. Um, retreat is being led by Monsignor Schlesselman as well as another priest of the Diocese of Fargo, Father Pfeiffer. Uh, these are two dynamic priests, very blessed. So men out there listening, women out there listening, if you're interested in sending your husband on a retreat, uh, or for the gentleman it's just a great opportunity to get away, um, get away from the distractions. You know, in the last segment, Father LaCroix and I, we were discussing that true devotion to Mary, uh, to Jesus through Mary. And we were talking about, it ended up that we talked about family life and the Holy Family and how the family is the nucleus, if you will, nucleus of civilization, of culture, of society. Um, in order for us to really uh, engage how do we be attentive to the current, current standards, current setting of, of, uh, of what some refer to as a, as a post-Christian culture, right? Referring to the Christian culture dying. How, well, I'm not here to, say, to speak to the Christian culture dying as much as how do we be attentive to, to that? How do we be attentive to a society that seems to want to disengage the, the Christian conversation, well, we need to take time for retreats. This is what I'm getting at. So for, uh, for men and women out there, in this case, I'm speaking of, uh, to men, I strongly encourage you, take time to make that retreat, to go on a retreat, to retreat away. And that's what it means. Retreat means to retreat away, to remove yourself from your typical everyday setting and just put yourself in a place and a space where you can encounter Jesus Christ and let him work on your heart whatever that working is. And that's really, that's kind of the idea with the true devotion and even the consecration to Jesus through Mary, uh, the consecration to St. Joseph that we referred to earlier as well, is in a sense, it is a kind of retreat. What's the goal in mind as you're entering? Really, it's just to deepen into that relationship with Jesus Christ. But when you deepen that relationship, what happens ultimately is a change of heart. Huh? And so that's what we're looking for. That's what we're, I say that's what we're looking for. That's what we want to put ourselves in front of. Put yourself in front of Jesus and let him just to work on your heart. So, Made for Greatness, Men's Retreat. Listen to him. Uh, again, July 16th through the 18th. Excuse me. So, we're talking faith. 
We're talking to saints. Yesterday we talked Saint Gianna Beretta Mola. Uh, or today we're talking, we talked a little bit about Saint Gianna Beretta Mola. Yesterday was the feast day of Saint Louis de Montfort. Uh, Saint Gianna Beretta Mola, if you didn't catch any of uh, Real Presence Radio's uh, sessions earlier, Teresa Tamio hit on it earlier uh, in Catholic Connection, and earlier we hit on it in Awaken. Today, Saint Gianna Beretta Mola, an incredible saint of our times, an incredible saint for today. You know, uh, top on the list in our uh, culture and society, we're talking is the, the pro-life movement, but also the pro-life battle, right? That battle that's waging right now, you know, this culture of life versus what is a culture of death. And one of those aspects of the culture of death is, it seems, that there is a priority uh, in our current society there's, it seems that it values death and is putting more on that than it does the gift of life. Whilst well, Catholics, my brothers and sisters, we obviously stand for life. And I say obviously, but it's, it is worth noting. And so much so, St. Gianna Bredamola, she also offered, and would, as a faithful Catholic, she would agree, um, but she provides a unique witness to us in this particular way. It wasn't just that she was pro-life. It wasn't just that and she, she ended up having four children, but she was pro-life through and through. Uh, she suffered two miscarriages within her, uh, her married life. Uh, and in those experiences, you know, a lot of things, I've known a lot of women who have suffered from miscarriages. I've known quite a few women who have chosen to have an abortion, one reason or another, uh, or in this case, if they, if they chose to have an abortion, I know a few women who have chosen uh, in their decision to abort a woman. Um, they did so really with the thought that this is, was, this is what was responsible. And they also did so with the encouragement, say, of their doctor or uh, the person who would eventually you know, perform that procedure. St. Gianna Beretta Mola provides a unique witness because she too was a doctor. She knew the ins and outs. So when she was told she had a, I believe it was a cancerous tumor, uh, and she was told, you know, in a nutshell, you can have, you can bear your child, but in bearing your child, uh, because of where this tumor is, you'll probably not survive. Or we can, uh, you can live, but we'd, we would have to abort the baby. She knew that meant they would have to kill the baby because she knew in her womb uh, this, this was alive. You know, and within that, while the baby was alive, uh, she was still in her first trimester, so first three months. So again, um, with so many of the current laws that have legalized abortion, whether it's first trimester is safe through second trimester, or even you know, now some states are working toward full term, uh, St. Gianna understood the ins and outs of what this meant, and she chose sacrifice. She chose so that this baby of mine, which would eventually be named Gianna Emanuela, would uh, essentially, she, this, this is life. I choose life, not just in choosing life, but I, I am going to give my baby life. And this is what I was made for. My brothers and sisters, this she provides a model for us of what the church is called to, what the church does. The church brings life. It provides life. It bears life 
for the world. Uh, not just for the Catholic Church, not just for the Catholic faithful. Gianna Beretta Mola provides a profound witness. And it comes back full circle to family, right? And this is what we talked about uh, in the last segment with Father LaCroix. We're fostering, the church is putting forth these great devotions to the saints, in particular to Joseph and Mary, for a renewal of the faith, a renewal of our relationship to God the Father, but in turn, the most immediate, the first fruits of that is a renewal of marriage and family life, a renewal of family life, the nucleus of society. Beretta Mola had a great love. She loved her husband. They had a, a great love and devotion uh, to the Holy Family. Uh, they, in turn, also had a great, great love and devotion uh, for their faith, very faithful Catholics, daily mass goers. Uh, she would be what you call one of our modern saints. And so she gives us that witness of what, the, what this can look like in this era, okay? In this time, in this case, the 20th century, 1900s. This is what this can look like. And so one of the things I have come to love about the saints, and I've, I've said this too on the Awaken broadcast, one of the things I love about the saints is they provide for us that witness of what holiness can look like in that present day, in that day and age. And so this is one of the great values that I have come to appreciate with our saints. The saints provide for us uh, whatever age, whatever time, whatever, whatever day it is, if you will, in history, this is what a path of holiness can look like. And they are not the same. These, the witness of the saints does not look the same, but it gives us that avenue. And who are they looking to? What, who do these saints look to to provide that direction? What can this look like to Mother Church, to Jesus and Mother Church? This, what does Jesus provide? Life-giving. How, as a saint, how, as a man and a woman, how am I called as a man to, in turn, be a gift to the world? How am I going to give myself away? And Father LaCroix referred to this, too, in the last segment. We are made for that. How do we give ourselves away? Well, first. We need to put ourselves in front of the one who in turn modeled, who is the great gift, that being Jesus Christ, of course. And of course, Jesus, and we look at Jesus and then Mary. Mary, the only human who can say that she was without sin, okay, outside of Jesus, right? And so we look to Mary, we look to Jesus, we look to the saints to give us that witness of what it can look like to be, uh, to, to try to strive for that holiness. So I know I don't know about you, but I have heard from many, not only listeners, but people in our community and the surrounding communities of Real Presence Radio Network, uh, just that they're, they're, they're discouraged. A lot of people, they don't know what to do, what to make of what's happening. The church continues to be the compass for us, to provide for us that direction is needed to what can it look like. We are called to be a gift. And right now, and I've heard many people say it's exciting time. It is exciting and sometimes it's daunting. That's what makes it exciting. So when we return, we'll talk more about what does it mean? What can it look like to be that gift? How do we give ourselves away in this time? Talk to you soon. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm 11, 11 weeks old. My many body systems are developing at the same time. My finer details like veins and arteries are forming. Take a beautiful picture coming into focus, making me look more like me. And since my fingers are separated from each other, I can open and close my hand. Can you see me waving? Hey, Dad, can you tell Mom I do not like red onions? But I do like strawberries. And guess what? This week I'm as big as a strawberry. Written by Allison Updahl. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft here in the Fargo studio. Uh, We're blessed to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Um, Just before the break, I was discussing a men's retreat. And the theme of that retreat, listen to him. For those men out there listening and for any uh, wives or women who has uh, just a gentleman in your life that you know would really benefit from being on retreat. Uh, this retreat is July 16th through the 18th, 2021. It's in Fort Ransom, North Dakota. Uh, I think last time when I mentioned it, I did not mention you know how to register or who to go to. It's being done through the Diocese of Fargo. So the contact person to sign up through would be Brad Gray. 
Brad Gray, he heads up the Office of Catholic Education and Formation within the Diocese of Fargo and the Director of the Office of Marriage and Family Life. That's a long title. He's a go-to man. <laughs> Got a lot going on. Uh, some of the speakers of that men's conference, Monsignor Schleselman from the Diocese of Fargo, Fargo and Father Neil Pfeiffer. Uh, great speakers. The cost is $250. $250 for Made for Greatness Men's Retreat with the theme of Listen to Him, July 16th through the 18th. Um, I do not think there's necessarily a deadline as much as, but I would call sooner than later, uh, just in case if it's one of those uh, first come, first serve, um, there's only going to be so many spaces available. So again, contact Brad Gray at the Diocese of Fargo to register, or you can register online. Uh, if you, you could just, uh, you go to the diocesan website, see Men's Retreat Made for Greatness, and you can register online for that as well. So, uh, we're talking saints today, the gift to the saints, model of holiness. Um, we were hoping to have a priest that was able to, to join us. He wasn't able to join us through this segment. Um, this is a, a priest who has just a great, a great gift of leading retreats uh, and speaking as a speaker. Uh, so my, my encouragement, gentlemen uh, and women, again, to come back to is the opportunity to make a retreat. This is the same idea we were talking earlier, Father LaCroix, when talking about total consecration, a true devotion to Jesus through Mary, consecration to Mary, consecration to St. Joseph, is really, it is retreat-like. It's putting yourself in a place and space where you encounter Jesus as a place and point of conversion. And this is, this is ultimately what we want to get at. You know, Pope Benedict was known, he was given, he gave us a great quote, we're not made for comfort, but we're made for greatness. And so I, as I look at this as a men's retreat, um, I'm reminded we can get so barraged, bogged down in all that life has to bring at us, all these things that are thrown at us. We can forget what we're actually made for. And we forget, as Father LaCroix mentioned earlier, and the whole idea that we are made for, he used the word caris, Latin for gift. We're made for gift. And so we're made to give ourselves away. Well, ultimately, we're made for greatness. And that's what that is getting at. Uh, we're not made for comfort, but we're made for greatness. And so on that men's retreat, Monsignor Schlesselman, Father Pfeiffer, will explore that. What does that look like to be made for greatness? You know, this is actually, it's, a, it's becoming more and more of a common theme for retreats around the country. Uh, not necessarily because of Pope Benedict's quote as to what is the truth behind it. What does that mean to be made for greatness? Um, I'm very excited and happy to say we have Monsignor Schlesselman. He is able to uh, pop in to share a few words. Monsignor Schlesselman, you there? Yes, I am, Mark. Good morning. How hey, good morning. Good. Great to hear your voice. Um, I'm a little jealous, though. I always prefer people can make it into the studio. I, I love the presence, the face-to-face, -face, but we are blessed by your presence. Um, we're talking Made for Greatness, the men's retreat. I see you're one of the speakers for the retreat. Yes, I am. Yes. That's I'm good. To there. <laughs> I, I hope I wasn't informing you that, hey, you're giving some talks on a retreat. Did you know <laughs> yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we're uh, it's a, it's a, um, a, a continuing tradition. We've, we've started a number of years ago. Um, trying to reach out to the men of the diocese in the region, and uh, 
So we're going to be meet, um, it's in July, July 16th through the 18th. Um, if my dates are right, that weekend, that middle weekend there, the, middle, the month of July. And uh, we're at a we're at a hunting lodge. We're we're going to host this uh, this event, and our hope is to reach men to inspire them to really listen more deeply to the voice of God. That's the listen to Him is the is the theme of the retreat. Um, to really strengthen men, to establish a deeper fraternity with them, and to encourage them to be to be the best men that they can be. So that's the that's the goal. Oh, it's so good. So, Monsignor, I do I have the website up, and so I can confirm the date. <laughs> right? Uh, you said you you had mentioned it for, for for people from the diocese of Fargo, but also within the region. It's at Fort Ransom. Now, um, I just moved back to the area, but maybe there are some who would be interested but aren't as familiar. So how how far is Fort Ransom from the Fargo area? Can you, do you know about yeah, how far? A, yeah, it's about an hour, I would say. Um, oh, so not, not bad. Quite. So it's not bad. It's out in the country. It's a beautiful site. Um, there's, you know, different buildings. So there's a main lodge. There's smaller cabins for, uh, for the men to, you know, sleep in. And um, we have a nice church there on the property. Um, that was uh, an old abandoned church, basically, that uh, the, the lodge owners acquired and turned into uh, turned into a nice chapel. So it's it's a it's a it's a marvelous place uh, for us to be able to to gather together and spend the time with each other. That sounds awesome. I, so, Monsignor, I know I've known you for a number of years, and I know you now. You're a priest at the Indus uh, St. Paul's Newman Center. Um, and I, I know you to be uh, just to have a gift of speaking and arti- articulating, uh, articulation, if you will. But, you know, you have a lot of experience in ministering to men, to young men, obviously on college campus, but also to married men. What would you, what can you say uh, to someone like me and uh, not like me, you know, any gentleman, not so much like what would it be appealing to go on this retreat, but what are you seeing out there? What are some of the needs that would that would hold up, you know, I know what we need to do, retreat for men. Well, I think, first of all, I think what men, um, what I see in terms of the need is uh, a, a real experience of uh, authentic masculine fraternity, of real brotherhood. Because I think uh, many men feel very isolated and um, challenged by the uh, you know, the enormous things that the responsibilities that they have in terms of, you know, their marriages, their family life, um, juggling that with, you know, career, you know, employment, whatever kind of line of work they're in. Um, just just the whole spectrum of things that uh, I think, you know, everybody, obviously not just men, but women also are facing a lot of challenges. But I think men need that fraternity because that's one thing that I think has been singularly lacking is that men have, women are more uh, relational, and, and so they tend to seek that out more readily and more spontaneously. And I don't think that's as much a true uh, of, of men. And so, but there's a real need for that. There's a sure. real need. Yeah. And, and I think that that fraternity helps uh, to then realize that being, you know, being a disciple, being someone who really grows in a relationship with Christ, who you know, recognizes that it's a it's a pilgrimage of life that's and a following of Christ. Um, you know that that's something that there's a distinctive pathway for the man to be able to follow. And I think too oftentimes, and many authors and and 
you know, observers of culture and religion have noticed that it's that for men sometimes it's it's more challenging to recognize that they belong in in the religious setting and in the, the whole setting of faith, and so it's giving them that encouragement that no, this is there's a very distinctive way of being a disciple of Christ as a man, and that God wants us to be the best men we can be, and that that means it's going to at times look differently from what the women are called to, and uh, and I think men really need that encouragement. And they need encouragement to, to know uh, and reminders that they are beloved sons. And I think that's really fundamental because the whole rest of it, of a man's identity, is based upon that truth that they are beloved sons of the Father. And they need to experience that, encounter the Lord, being fathering them, you know, throughout life, um, because ultimately, you know, that's to whom we belong, first and foremost. And it and unleashes and, and gives a freedom to the man to be able to be more fully himself to develop his own unique gifts and to be the to be the best man ultimately be a brother to other men to uh, to be a son to his own parents you know or to those who who mentored him in life and then ultimately to be the best husband and father that uh, that God is calling him to be absolutely my senior Schlesselman, thank you so much uh, you were talking about the opportunity for the men to come together in fraternity. And, it, and you also mentioned that, generally speaking, men, they're, they're just, they're not as, I guess, community-oriented. And, and well, and even that's not accurate, but just to say you know, how their willingness to just interact, the willingness to, to hang out, to initiate conversation. Um, and yet, when men are surrounded by other men in a faith environment, and they see other men striving for holiness, uh, they see other men really digging in not being afraid of, of sacrifice or these different things we are called to. Uh, gosh, it's so encouraging. Monsignor, we need to take a break here. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm sorry it's so quick. Uh, thank you, but, Mark. Yeah, thank I'm sorry myself. Yeah. No, no problem. Join us when we return with the guest, Ali Aliyah. <laughs> 